the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I really hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Our Response to the Word, something that every child of God needs to learn how to do correctly. God wants to do great things in the lives of you and me, great things in great ways in which he desires to bless you and me abundantly. He shares what he wants to do for us in his word a word which tells us about the awesome opportunities that God provides us to receive everything we heard. But notice I said opportunity. That's because the receiving of what we saw and what we heard in God's word is not automatic. We have to respond properly to the word that we saw and heard. Regardless of how many promises God gives me and you, if we don't respond properly to the word we heard, all that could have happened won't ever happen for me and you. That's why it's so important that we respond properly to what God's Word says to me and you so we can actually have happen in our lives what we saw and heard in the Word that God promised He'd do. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible with you, I invite you to turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Turn your expectation up on high because the Lord is going to bring some things before your very eye that I believe is going to be a tremendous blessing to each and every one of you. By the way, it's good to see you all out in the house of God today. Praise God. It's just an awesome opportunity for us to be able to come in together, be able to give God worship and praise, to give him that which is rightfully due his name, and then for him to turn around and have opportunity to love on each and every one of us. And one of the ways that the Lord loves on us is that he shares with us a word. You're going to learn some awesome things about that today, and it's going to be a tremendous blessing to you in Jesus' name. Of course, we're continuing in the teaching that we started just a little while back, and that is our response to the Word of God. Our response to the Word of God. And I want to remind you and put you back in remembrance of why it is that we're ministering this particular message. Of course, the first and most important reason is because the Lord said so. Praise God. He's, he's the star of this show. He's the one that runs this place. And all the rest of us just learn how to flow with his grace. And as a result of that, praise God, we learn to do what God does and just let the Lord be God up in here. We also uh, know that he, uh, if I could put it this way, arrested me, suspended me. He had given me a, a series that we're going to be doing after this one, I do believe. A uh, tremendous series. But at the exact same time, before I even got into that one, he said, no, stop. And I need you to teach this first. This is the first thing I need them to learn. Because he wants us to learn, title, our response to the word. Our response to the word. Because our response to the word is going to determine whether or not we receive what we've heard. Our response to the word is going to determine whether or not the Lord has the ability to do in our lives all the tremendous things that he has intended to do. 
And I don't know whether you know it or not, but God has great things planned for you. God has awesome things planned for you. He says he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God has no intention for your end to be evil. He has no intention for your way along the way to be evil. God only wants good to be able to manifest in the midst of your life, and he has intention for that to occur. But the only problem is, is that's only an intention, per se, because God, if I could phrase it this way, does not make that happen. We have to work in coordination with the Lord. The Lord will present us a word to be able to assist us and be able to get to that destination that he has in store for us, to be able to lead and guide us into the things that he has in store for us. But we must cooperate with that word in order for it to get us to the destination that he has in store for us. Because although God has a great destination for each and every one of us, your destination is not destined to happen. It's determined based upon what you do and whether or not you conduct yourself according and align with what it is he has to say as to whether or not he can cause that thing to manifest for you on any day. But we're learning how to respond to the word of God. We're learning how to. Is my mic on? We're learning how to respond to the word of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We're learning what what we ought to do when the word comes to me and you. Amen. Blessed be the name. I thought we was on delayed reaction or something. Praise God. X-Men stuff going on up in here. Praise God. Folks just stuck in one spot and ain't moving. Praise God. Give me some response up in here. Amen. So God wants us to respond correctly to the word of God. Because if we do respond correctly to his word, then we'll receive all of what it is that we've heard. But if we do not respond correctly, we got us a problem. Praise God. You're going to learn some things about that today. That'll be a tremendous blessing to you. We've already done four parts of this already. This is the fifth part. If you were not here, make sure you get the CDs and or tapes. I think it'll be a tremendous blessing unto you. Because it'll teach you a very essential thing about Christianity. How to respond to the word of God. And, and, and we're going to learn some things. Let me go, go through a couple of things we've already learned. We've already learned that there's two basic responses to the word of God when he shares it to you. Two basic responses. Response number one is accepted. Response number two is rejected. You can either accept or reject what God has in store for each and every one of us. And that's what we do every time the word of God comes across our path. Is we either accept it or we reject it. We accept it, we receive what it is that God has to say. If we reject it, then we, do, we will not receive what God has to say. Uh, and, and, and notice that there's no third choice in relationship to that. Because sometimes people say, well, you know, I'm just going to think about it for a while. You've just rejected it because that's the way God sees it. See, God is all into a binary system. It's either on or off. It's either right or wrong. It's either what he wants you to do or what he doesn't want you to do. There's no in-betweens with him. So if you did not accept it, you automatically rejected it. So God wants you to learn how to respond correctly to the word of God. There's a paraphrase of this same accepting and rejecting, and that's receiving it or denying it, receiving it or denying it, because either you can receive it or deny it. Somebody comes up to you with a gift, you can either accept it and or reject it. Yes, you can. Somebody come up to you with some money and say, here, take this money. You could either accept it or deny it. No, some of y'all thinking like deny it. Yeah, deny it. Because if it comes attached to some wrong things, then we're going to deny it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He'll take this money to run this package over here and be able to get his dope to these people so that they can sell it and I'll give you some money. Oh, no, I'm denying that because that's not the way we do things. It's not the way we roll. Come on, give me a better amen than that. It's not the way we roll. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And since that's not what we will deny it because we ain't money hungry. We are the righteous that are in Christ Jesus and we only do what's right. Are you listening to me? Here, sell these cigarettes in your store. No. Sell this liquor in your store. No. Sell this dope in your store. No. Sell these nat magazines in your store. No. I don't do things like that. Are you listening to me? That's the way we roll. That's the way we do what we do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so you can, yes, you can deny things, but you can also accept it. 
And that's what, you know, the Lord wants you to understand. And we also can paraphrase that into another way of putting it again, that's believe it or not believe it. When the things of God come before us, either we're going to believe it or we're not going to believe it. It's all that, those are the two options that are available to us. Door number one, door number two. Door number one is receive it. And if you receive it, believe it, accept it, then God, you open up that door and you'll find out, man, there's some awesome prizes that are sitting back there waiting on you. But if you go through door number two, that's to reject it, deny it, and not believe it, then there's some booby prizes waiting on you. And and trust me on this one, the prizes are bold uh, 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 on the shame show. Are you listening to me? And that's the show that every one of us is going to be left on when we don't believe what it is that God has to say. We're going to be messed up as a result of it. But, uh, but we've learned that we can receive what it is that God has to say and not back away from it. Hebrews chapter 10 is our foundational text. If you, I invite you to read along with me. If you don't have your Bible with you, we got a Bible sitting right in the seat pocket in front of you waiting on you. It's a blue. Praise God. Just, you know, when I say write in your Bible, that, that ain't yours. So don't write in it. Praise God. Just put it back in there the way you got it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. It says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Of course, we know that that confidence right there is talking about our faith, that we have faith. And because we have faith, we have confidence because that is that's interchanging with the word uh, confidence. Faith is that which is we receive as a result of hearing what the word of God has to say. And because we've heard what the word of God has to say in relationship, explaining us to who God is, who he is, who Christ is in terms of Jesus, who he is, who, what he has made available for our lives and how he want us to what he wants us to get operating in our lives. When we hear these things, you get confidence. Why? Because faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The more you hear the word of God, the more confidence you'll have in the word of God. The more you hear the word of God, the more confident you'll be in God. Because in the word of God, you're supposed to learn about how great God really is, how awesome he is, how he's strong and mighty, and how he has awesome things planned for you. And it'll give you more confidence every single time. It's one of the reasons why it's so important for believers to hear the word of God on a regular basis. Why? So that it can be able to keep your confidence level high. Because you ever notice that people who don't hear the word a lot are ones that deal with a lot of doubt and unbelief that deal with a lot of lack of confidence. Is it going to happen? What's it going to do? What's going to happen in the midst of this situation? That's probably a person that has not received his word very often. They might have been sitting in the pew, but they would not like you. They weren't hearing anything that was being said. They were just sitting on their booty, doing their religious duty, showing up in church all, with a regular basis, just sitting there like a bump on a log and not receiving anything that was being said. Not paying attention, refusing to read along in the scriptures like we're telling them to do. Are you listening to me? But not like you, because y'all are people that turn to the scriptures when we say turn to the scriptures, aren't you? You're people that listen to what's being said, aren't you? These are the ones that be showing up, taking notes and stuff like that, mental notes, if not physical notes, you know, getting CDs, getting tapes and listening to it later to be able to make sure that they get this stuff that's being sent because they realize it's the word of God. This ain't no, this ain't, this ain't a performance going on up in here. Are you listening to me? My name ain't Sammy Davis Jr. I ain't up here tap dancing and stuff. Are you feeling me over here? I'm giving you the word of God and the word of God is something to be paid attention to. You don't go to sleep on the word of God. Can we talk for a second? You don't go to sleep on the word of God. You do that on your television programs. You don't stay awake on the television programs at night and then come in and sleep in church. Are you listening to me? Because this is the word of God. This is God's word. This is the great awesome, eternal, magnificent, loving father who wants to share with you what you need to know so that you can be blessed as you go to and fro. And who the heck, what kind of fool would go to sleep when that opportunity is available? 
Could you imagine somebody being invited into the White House to come down and sit eat and eat dinner with the president? And then you make it to the table and all of a sudden they look over at you and he getting ready to talk to you about San Antonio and how he wants to do awesome things in the middle of this place. And he look over and hear you. <laughs> what kind of fool would blow that opportunity? How about this? What kind of fool would blow the opportunity to hear what God has to say? And that's sleeping at home, not in church, rather than sleeping in church. Both of them about the same thing. One just spent more gas. The bigger fool is the one that show up and still go to sleep because they spent gas to show up. But I know nobody up in here does nothing like that. Folk come to hear what the word of God has to say. And then when we hear it, we get confidence. Everybody say confidence. But he tells you what to do with your confidence here in verse 35. It says, it says, verse 35, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. See, this confidence, if you hold on to it, it will have great recompense of reward. Great recompense of reward. That word reward is talking about including a paycheck. I mean, is that if you pay attention to what God has in store for you and hold on to with confidence to what he says to you, it's going to take care of you. It's going to pay you. It's going to cause your life to get better and better and better. See, anybody up in here want their life to get better and better and better? Well, the rest of y'all, I'm just glad that you're here. Just keep listening, praise God, and you'll eventually, you know, respond properly too, praise God. And so, you know, you, when, if you wanted to, well, he's telling you what to do. Don't cast away your confidence. Hold fast to it. Lock in with it. Do not get rid of it. Because even us who receive confidence from hearing the word of God, even us who get fired up about the things of God and get lined up with the word of God to the point that we believe that God can do what he said he can do, can eventually somewhere along the line cast away our confidence. Just let it go. Just get rid of it and things like that. Because, see, in the things of God, can I teach you something? In the things of God, you're always holding on to something. In the things of God, you're always holding on to something. There's two thoughts in this world that exist. Thought number one is God's thought. Thought number two is Satan's thought. Only thoughts that there exist. Every other thought lines up with those two thoughts because everyone else is an echo, a repeating of what it is that one of those two people said. Either coming out of your mouth is what the word of God has to say or it's coming out of your mouth is what Satan said. It's only the two things to do. Either you're listening in your ear with what God is saying or you're listening in your ear with what Satan is saying. It's only two things. That's why Satanists are not just people that walk around with black fingernails and black eyelashes and black all over. It's any fool that'll sit and listen to what Satan has said and begin to start conducting themselves accordingly as a Satanist. Are you listening to me? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Anybody that doesn't follow what the word of God said is already a Satanist. They just undercover. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But there's only two that exist in that word. And you either going to hold on to one and let go of the other or let go of one and hold on to the other. So when he says cast not away, therefore, your confidence, then that means you're going to let go of what it is God has to say to grab hold of what Satan is saying. And the moment you grab hold of what Satan saying, that which Satan wants to manifest in your life is what comes. Because just, just like God says, I got plans for you. Satan says, I got plans, too. Satan, God's plans is for you to have good, not of evil, to give you an expected end. Satan's is for you to have evil, not of good, to bring you to an expected end. And what is that? To steal, to kill, and destroy, according to John chapter 10, verse 10. Anybody want some stealing going on up in their life right now? Anybody want some death going on up in their life? How about a good heaping of destruction? Anybody want one? Praise God. Well, then we, he's been told us what to do. Hold fast and, and, and lock in with the confidence that we have in God and don't let go of what it is he said because otherwise we, our circumstances, our situations, our money, and everything else is going to be dead. Verse 36 turns around and said, For ye have need of patience that after, everybody say after, after ye have done the will of God, that ye may receive the promise. See, the will of God, I mean, the, the promise comes as a result of doing what God has to say. It's after you do the will of God. And even then, after you do it, you still got to have patience. 
Because see, God don't show up when you necessarily think he should show up. The Bible says in the fullness of time is when he brings forth his son. And since that's when he brings forth his son, that's just the way he does what he does. It's in the fullness of time he brings forth everything. But all you have to do is have patience knowing that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Because God don't lie. He never, he, he, don't, he don't like come back to you later and say, psych. You know, I know I, know I told you to do this, but psych. I ain't really going to do it for you. <laughs> Angels, he fell, they fell for it. No, God ain't playing a game like that. God, if he tells you he's going to do it, he's going to do it. If he tells you he's going to provide it, he's going to provide it. If he tells you he's going to come through, he's going to come through. Question is, is, will you hold fast to what it is he has to say? And if you do, it will have great recompense of reward. And if it don't, well, praise God, that was your mistake. Verse 37 says, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Just wait. He ain't gonna, he'll get there. Verse 38 says, now the just shall live by faith. I love that verse right there because that helps a brother out. See, because we the just, we who have been born again, we who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are the just. That's short for justified, which means that God has done something in our lives that caused us to be just as if I'd never made a mistake a day in my life. What's that? He declared us righteous. That word justified means declared righteous. And when God declared us righteous, we became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Once we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Old things passed away. That was the sin nature that we had previously. That's gone. Everybody say bye-bye. Hey, man, we glad that it's gone, too. That's like some of them, some of them family members that come over and visit you for a while say that they're going to stay a week and end up staying three years. Are you listening to me? When they finally leave, you be like, bye-bye. You know, have a good life. Amen. You know, you be thinking, whoa, so glad they go. Come on up here. Some folk, they just visit you for a little while. You be thinking, what well, they just said, well, I decided to stop by. But you didn't know they meant to stay. So five hours later, they still sitting up in there talking about, whoa, what else you got to eat? You know, you know. <laughs> Amen. It's gone. But it says all things become new. And it also goes on to say, and all things are of God. God has made you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And right here, it tells you exactly the way you ought to live your life. The just live by faith. That's the way we do. We trust God. We believe God. We have confidence in God. And therefore, we have confidence in whatever he says to us. Because we know that what he says to us is true and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. That's the way we live. That word live is also including change your lifestyle to match it. Meaning that that's the way we live our lives as believers. That once we know that God said it, that's it. That's the end of the conversation. Nothing else to talk about. And we do it quickly. How do we do it? We don't drag our feet and get around to it eventually. No, once we find out what that's what God said, then that's what we lock in with. Why is that? Because we know that God has good plans for us and that God loves us enough to be able to send us his word so that we don't have to perish, but have everlasting life. And so if God sends us his word then praise God, thank you, Lord Jesus, for showing me this so that I can be able to live my life accordingly. So that if I find out I'm living my life any other way other than what the word of God has to say, I'm willing to drop that so that I can grab hold to what it is that God has to say and then have confidence in that and know that it's true. So when he tell me to come out to clubs and I'm like, glory to God, I'm coming out these clubs. I ain't going to be like eventually. No, coming out now. Why? Because the one moment I hear a word, I'm not responsible for the word that I've just heard. I've either accepted it or rejected it. I've either received it or I've denied it. Are you listening to me? I'm either believed it or not believed it. There's only two things that's out there. So when God's word tells us to do something, that's the way we live. Figured I'd cue you on that one. Praise God so you wouldn't leave me out there like that. When, that, when we hear it, that's the way we live. Amen. 
when we heard that that's the way we ought to conduct ourselves. And he says, give and it shall be given unto us. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Shall men give unto our bosoms? Bosoms. We're not walking around trying to look for everybody. Just get us because we know that the thing begins with giving. Amen. So we're looking for an opportunity to give. Amen. Because we know that that's the way that the just shall live. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Amen. Yeah, it does. Amen. So whatever the word says, that's how we live. And so since that's how we live, then that's how we live. That's just how we live because we die without it. It says, but if any man draw back, listen to the Lord's word. My soul have no pleasure in him. Wow. God said, my soul don't have no pleasure. Don't have no. So I'm in the bonics right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm anointed. If any man draw any man draw back, my soul have no pleasure in him. Which means it doesn't care who it is. God said, I'm not a respected person in that manner. I don't care who you are. If you draw back, I don't have no pleasure in it. I don't care if you've been saved for two days or if you've been served for 20 years. Say, if you draw back, I got no pleasure in you. Why? Because God's trying to take us someplace, trying to take us to the destination that he has in store for us. Right now, I'm going to be God. No, I'll I'll be taken. That was God last time. You be be God today. Amen. Amen. And so anyway, this God, and he's going to take me to a different place. Now, stand up right there. We'll do it this way. Go over by, by sign him. That's God. And he's God too, but you'll find out. He's God. God the Father. Say, hey, y'all. The word says only what the hears the Father say. So this is correct biblically, praise God. But the Father, that Father, will say, hey, y'all. Now, the, this is the word right here. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, sitting right there with him. But then I'm finding myself in a situation where I'm perplexed. Don't know what to do. Don't know where to go. Don't know what to sow. Just don't know. I'm all messed up. Evil's all about me. It's happening. It's coming all down on me. And I don't know what to do. I just know I need to get out of this. So I say, Lord, help me. I need to get out of this situation. In the name of Jesus. And, 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 and so then the father will then send the word to me. This is how he does it. He sends the word and the word comes quickly over to you. But notice where when he gets there, the word comes over to you. You're going to learn this today. The word comes to you. The word doesn't just come and jack you and grab you up out of it. Don't just jack you and just take you all up out of it. You you really got into that jack part, didn't you? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm about to revert, baby. I'm back. I wanted to emphasize the taking up out part. So the word does not just jack you and take you up out and take you up out. He don't just take you up out. No, that's not the way it works. The way it happens is that the word comes to you so that you can then receive it. And when you receive it, and we're going to learn later on about what that word receive means. When you receive it, then he will begin to start taking me out as long as I stay connected to him. But if I draw back at any place down the line, I end up going back into perdition. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning the importance of our response to the word. God clearly says in his word that he's willing and wanting to do for these things for me and you. Things that we both want him to do and he wants us to do it actually happen for me and you. But our response to what his word says will be the determining factor of whether or not it'll actually happen for me and you. So come on, saints. 
Let's learn to respond properly to God's word that he shares with me and you. If you want to hear a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service available for every service that'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So, if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And to all our married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that will help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. Your marriage will never be the same. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 